I deposit the drive in my little quick release sheath. You better not go into any establishment. But I have my pants, which means I have my dignity. <laughs> they take out a grapefruit-sized iridescent pearl. Hey, are we going to tell him that we didn't use his credit stick? I don't know. He asked us to buy it. We acquired it. Wow. Thank you. Excellent work. Marvelously done. Uh, whatever's left in the credit stick, keep it. Once we get the ship fixed, I think we're all ready to head home, yeah? Yar. Spend a lot of time with the pirates here. Welcome one and all to the Dive of the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us in our space adventure. I'm John, I'll be the gym for this game. I'm Tom, I'm playing Lycos 9, the Android Solarian. I'm Brent, and I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki Mechanic. I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi Dimash, the Lishan to Technomancer. I'm Lisa, I play Crystal Vaughn, an Avesque soldier. It's okay, my brain kept wanting to go, I'm Lycos 9, the Lishan to Technomancer. I'm like, don't, don't say that, <laughs> don't <right>. say that. <laughs> Your ship's now been fully repaired, and as you're making preparations to depart from the Lost Harbor, uh, there's a ping on the ship's comms, and it is uh, Voltena Aranju. So I assume we'll we'll accept her call? A word, please, before you depart. Uh, sure. What is it? What what can we do for you before we go? Oh, I would. I was preferring in person as opposed to over cold comms. I'm at the gate. Oh, we'll let you in. She comes aboard, says... I did not want to presume and just walk on board your ship. We appreciate that. You know, for a pirate, you've, you've had quite good manners. There is a camaraderie amongst the first captains. We must keep a level of honor or else our threats would have no weight. If we say to a ship we're attacking, surrender and you'll lose only your cargo, they have to be able to believe us. That's fair. And in his regard to those bargains that I am speaking with you now, Ah, yes, those bargains. Don't worry about it, Kerr. Since I don't yet have a particular thing uh, for you to do, uh, I want to offer you this. And she hands you a small uh, data chip. This is the comm frequency for a essentially dead drop channel we keep on Absalom. Please keep us appraised of your comings and goings. And if something you're up to might be beneficial to us we can mark that as your debt just let us know if you have any interesting jobs and we'll see if we can square things away we'll keep you apprised wonderful and all our hands kind of clap together then i bid you safe travels and hope if we meet again it will be under better circumstances than the first time we have met i hope to never see you on risk ever again Fair travels, Baleful Skies. And she gives a sort of overly dramatic bow with all her arms kind of flourishing and then saunters off the ship. Right. Lycos 9, are you ready to take us out successfully? What's that supposed to mean? I mean, we've had some stops and starts, that's all. We're not going to galaxy quest at this time. Just (laughs) (laughs) He did some amazing piloting checks last time. He did, he did. I was going to say, like... We did plow through the earth the first time we took off (laughs) straight through the roof (laughs) it was a new spaceship i wasn't used to the space clutch (laughs) and to be fair we were underground (laughs) yeah i don't think there was any getting out of there without plowing through the earth yeah yeah not really all right so just go ahead and make a piloting check to take yourself safely out of the lost harbor 21 all right very good hey so you make drift translation uh roll me a d6 please 
Four. All right. Uh, a six-day journey is expected through the drift. As you make translation, uh, proximity warnings start going on again, and a hailing frequency appears uh, across the helm. Uh, it looks like another ship has translated very closely to yours. Okay. Uh, this ship is uh, about half the size of yours, um, but almost like needle sleek and very angular. Make a piloting check to evade. 22. All right. Their ship also kind of veers away and there's no collision between the two. Uh, do you answer the hail or leave it be? I'll answer the hail. I'm not sure what to say. Um, uh, so on the other hearts. side, say what's in your heart. <laughs> Hello. Whoa there. Welcome to the drift. <laughs> uh, you see a creature with, you're assuming it's the face, but it's conical and there's almost featureless and it's crystalline, kind of a ice blue crystal. Uh, there's a melodic kind of like coming over the speaker from their side of the hail. You love this song. Can't make, <laughs> you can make sense motive if you want to try to figure thing figure out what's going on here. Okay, like a high pitched John Denver. He's <laughs> making a movie reference too. No, didn't get it. Not surprised you have that movie. Okay, you're unsure what me- uh, message or meaning they mean to convey with this, or um, can I use life sciences to see what I think they are? Uh, physical sciences would be more appropriate here. All right, I'll try that. Can I try that? Sure. Twenty four. I mean, you probably seven. I guess has no idea. <laughs> they look pretty. They're yeah. Pretty. I got natural one for a fifteen. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Don't knock it. It is incredibly useful. <laughs> Oh, no, no. I, <laughs> the, the only reason I have anything in life science is because it's a class skill. And I tend oh, to this at least is physical put, science. Whatever. Physical is what I rolled. Oh, okay. The only reason I have it in any of that, some of those off skills is because they're class skills. So, like, even physical um, science was a class skill. I don't have any of them trained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those. It, I usually find it worthwhile because you get an extra plus three to invest. Might as well, yeah. I mean, it's why Lycos is more intimidating than you. That's true. All right. Uh, these creatures are Aomuane. Oof, one more time. Aomuanes, they are. It turns out it just sounds like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what that sounds yeah. over the system. <laughs> they're they're sentient crystal creatures, humanoid in shape. <laughs> Jesse broke herself. A e o m o o a e n. And sometimes why? Um, That's a lot of freaking vowels in a word name, though. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, they, uh, to your knowledge, don't eat or breathe uh, and communicate through hey. uh, sonic vibrations. I mean, I guess everyone communicates through sonic vibrations. They don't really have a mouth per se, just their body shakes and it uh, makes melodic tones. So would you say it's good vibrations? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> on this musical episode of Dive yeah. of the Dice. All right, but it doesn't seem that they're openly hostile. You can't tell. Okay. Do they understand gestures? Uh, you don't know. <laughs> Do they understand this? Yeah. <laughs> Got a couple we could try. <laughs> All right. Well, I will uh, just say uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, have a nice day. Be well. <laughs> and <laughs> close the hail. Okay. Bye. Live long and prosper. <laughs> uh, you don't seem to have it cause any diplomatic incidents, and they go their separate way. Okay. <laughs> Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. did we all try sense motive on? Because like, we all no, heard it. We right? hung no? up on them. Oh, that okay. Well, bye. See you later. <laughs> See you Wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> I guess once we're kind of safely underway in drift, uh, 
Michael brings up. So are we going to discuss what our current roles in the ship are? We've been kind of referring to Kerr as the captain, but having Noemi function in that role. Things seem to be a little bit less life and death and surrounded by pirates, so I don't know if we want to maybe have a discussion about this. Uh, I think I'm pretty set. Well, I know Kerr, like I said, you, you, I mean, without you, we wouldn't have had this, have this ship. But you're keep functioning as the captain. Right. Um, She's still the boss. It's not actually what that would make her the captain. I'm fine with her being the captain. She's you mean like ship roles? Yeah. Like I'm still gunner kind of thing. Well, but more generally, I mean, because you, you're the reason we have the ship. So we had sort of given you the mantle of captain, mm. but it doesn't seem to be a mantle you wish to wear. Um, you, you, you don't want to be the one that talks to people. You don't want to be the one that's calling out commands in battle. You not don't, so much. And I don't blame you for not wanting to be yeah. the one to have to make decisions. They're, they're tough. So if you want me to captain the ship, I am more than happy to, to, to step back into that role and allow you, you know, to be, to be happy shooty as things. A, to be shooty things. Yeah. Yes. It, I know it's a weird thing to quibble or it just feels odd to be like, she's the captain. Talk to that one. Yeah. <laughs> all yours. All right. So, so we're all agreed. Yeah. I just wanted to make, just, that so was now, getting confusing and I wanted to sort that out. So now when I introduce myself, I am Noemi <laughs> Dimash. <laughs> captain. Captain Noemi Dimash. Uh, the Lashunta Technomancer and Captain of the Baleful Skies. Hey, <laughs> I can I can get on board with this. Renault pipes in. Uh, yes, on on my colony ship when we were when I was alive, uh, no one really. We all had ownership of it. I mean, we were fourth generation colonists, but we we had a captain. We, there must be a leader. So perhaps it's a similar arrangement. Uh, Chain of command. Well, uh, Ms. Noemi could be uh, captain of the ship, but it is collectively owned by everyone, as opposed to the way uh, Noemi was the, the ship's master as well for the GEP. Obviously, I'll need to discuss some of this with my cousin when we return. It was his investment that got us the GEP in the first place, so he may want some of his investment back. <laughs> His invest you can get it if he wants to go to Riz. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's at right now. True. Still there. One less space dragon, I think. Eh. Actually, I think it ended up being a net gain in space dragon. Yeah, one more. Egg. No, but space it was dragon. there because of the egg. Right. So and, well, we didn't know there was an egg. We thought it was one. Turns out there might be a future two. <laughs> yeah, but its presence at the planet was specifically because of the egg. Right. With it having right. its egg back because they were using it as a base prior to the egg coming. Right. So presumably it wasn't always there. So I'm saying it may have left. Mm. Yes, there's a net gain of space dragons in the universe, yeah. but not around that planet. <laughs> this is the Punisher killing people argument. Come on. So five days into traversal. Uh, I would like to know. If I want to try to befriend the cat while we're on board. Just FYI. Me okay. too. Yeah, I've been feeding the cat. Oh, yeah. Sparks like, has reservations. <laughs> Lycos is all about uh, Jonesy. Also the ship. I'm trying to be nice and make friends with the ship, even though we can't really communicate. I'm being nice to the ship. Good vibes. Okay. Uh, you don't really have any kind of direct communication to it, but it seems to sort of be empathically aware of you. Aww. Um, Like, if you get up, 
I guess here's a logistical question. Do you guys keep like a day night cycle on ship to kind of keep circadian rhythms going? I mean, I assume we probably do. Mm. We just, I mean, people would, I think, kind of naturally start to attain, uh, attain something like that. And we probably split up some of the shifts just in terms of. I just assumed we had a sort of staggered shift going on. Sparks is going to do one of those weird, like, on for a few hours, sleep for like half an hour, on for a few hours, sleep for half an hour. Ugh. So you're a cat. Yeah, well, sure. you'd have the reversal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, you like read on a net article somewhere that that's like more productive. <laughs> but if you, <laughs> I like mean, something would get into. you wouldn't have necessarily day night cycles. So you could just sort of sleep whenever you want or sleep in shifts, or you can actually have the ship's lights dim or raised to sort of fit with your. Well, I think, rhythms. you know, on the bridge, we would keep it lit. I think we would do um, shifts and rotate through just to, I mean, is it safe in the drift or do we, I mean, do we need someone there in the pilot's chair in case? Well, someone needs to be flying the ship yeah, while in you're case, in the drift. Yeah. So I think we should do shifts. Um, At the very least piloting. But the rest of the ship, I think we should do a day-night cycle. So yeah, it's going to suck when you have middle middle of the night shift, but. So, Okay. I know we don't have to necessarily get technical, but who can actually pilot the ship? Who has ranks in piloting? All of you can pilot the ship. Uh, like ranks in piloting are more for like maneuvers. Well, and we still have. I mean, we have the the Black Star Captain on board. We have Gianna on board. Yeah, we have. You know, but so- also just in terms of like. Because they're not going to be on board forever, presumably. No. If you're just like cruising through a system or cruising through the drift, uh, anyone can be in the helm. It's not particularly uh, taxing. Like if. Being able to... So we all take a, a shift. Yeah, you can all take a shift. It's like you don't have to have ranks and drive to drive a car yeah. um, in like modern day. But if you're going off-roading or if you're like a NASCAR driver, that's when you'd have ranks and drive. Okay. So the other question, since we're heading back to non-piracy civilization, what is the recommended minimum crew for this ship and do we need to look at recruiting when we get back? Minimum crew on a size large. I think it was six, if I recall, for this type of vessel. I think that's and there's effectively right. five of us once we get Renault to body. Uh, you also Dojitar. have Dojitar, who can crew okay. at half. Each of them can crew uh, for half presently. Sorry, I I apologize. I haven't started to think of them as like a character yet. Mm. All right. Speaking of Dojitar, five days in, so you're almost back to Absalom. Um, there's a little beep, hail at your door occur uh it's the middle of the nocturnal cycle and if you uh like check your door com uh you can see it's one of the uh i relies i'll let them in all right Do you uh, know what that means it's a he's the warrior oh cool one uh he approaches he or she there we have one above yes uh it seems to be the male uh and he approaches and says care i that query for you of course only the dojatar have Masks on. A, a relic from uh, the holy texts. Ah, you wish to remove them. Some of us are, are no longer comfortable with them. It, se- it seems out of place. We're the only ones doing it. You are under no obligation. Oh, good, good. And he reaches up and takes off his mask. Uh, his head is bulb-shaped like a like an artichoke with sort of the tapered end towards the, the snout. Uh, it's divided in thirds uh, along from the tip of the point coming back along the head. Uh, there is an eye on each and a nostril towards the center. Uh, and as it speaks, it says, much better. Uh, you can see it sort of peels away uh, with a large central sort of three slitted mouth that takes up most of the head. Hmm. So it's horrifying? 
it sounds. It's fairly horrifying. Yeah. You mean adorable. <laughs> so maybe put it back. Enc- put it back. <laughs> maybe you should encourage them to wear their masks while indoors. Adorifying. They're fine. <laughs> nice to finally meet you face to face, Aureli. Uh, I see what you did there. Dun dun. Some of the others may continue using their masks, but I find this more comfortable. I like to see my foes in the eyes. Relatable. Do they have three eyes or two? They have three. Uh, each so. third has an eye, a nostril, and um, the mouth kind of splits. It like kind of opens three ways when it opens up. <laughs> <laughs> He's been playing Resident Evil. Does it show? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, no, these guys had this look from like the beginning. Uh, uh, it makes me think of like uh, the... It's a little demigorgon from. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that you was go. what I was thinking. But it's thirds instead of quarters. Yeah, uh, and with eyes. <laughs> the demigorgon didn't have eyes. No. No. Oh. So it's like a reaper. A little, maybe. I don't remember what that looked like. Play two. It's divided into thirds. So instead of kind of like the bottom opening up, it's like a cone that sort of opens up three ways. But I mean, it, it's it's like the reaper in the sense that it, unlike the demigorgon, it has a face. Right? You said it has a face that just opens up weirdly. Yeah, it's more demigorgon with uh with each an eye on each mouth with an part. eye on each mouth part. Because hmm. the head kind of comes very forward. I swear to God, if we get some interdimensional mind flare because of this shit, <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick the dojotar on them. It might be here because of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they uh, when he speaks, mostly you can see kind of the the front few inches like peel back. It's not like opening its mouth super wide. Uh, but you can see a uh, slightly lashing tongue inside and rows of sharp teeth. Cutie. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. So what happens when the, the first time do we see these? Do we need like a will save? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I think everyone has like, a, ah, reaction. <laughs> I was going to say, like, are we, <laughs> we going to expect this? Like, the first time we run into this on the hallway, like, we're going to be like, what the, why is this on the ship? <laughs> There's all of a sudden one point you hear, Kill it! Kill it with fire! You've seen their bodies the whole time. They're not changing anything else but their faces. You know what they are. Big change. (laughs) But okay, the the argument I would make though is this is a a big enough change that that is probably the thing we're going to notice and focus on. You will certainly notice it, but you will not be like, oh no, a completely new thing. You'll be like, oh, the Dojotara are weird looking. (laughs) I don't know. Because, I mean, if someone's wearing a mask, and it's covering like a fair amount of them, and then all of a sudden, but it didn't not. cover a fair amount of them. It didn't cover their whole. But what body. I'm saying is the face, the, the difference of the face versus what's expected, could be distracting enough to. What like, did you think it was going to be? A squirrel? I thought it was going to be at least like, you know, two eyes, one mouth. Oh wait, didn't I? Actually, <laughs> not a penis flytrap. <laughs> I think I remember either watching or hearing them like eat someone yeah, so you like were, yep. this is not a surprise <laughs> i was gonna say of the oh, level of weird that we've encountered yeah. let's put this on the middle scale yeah they're mostly mouth like go figure <laughs> it's right. not a t-rex with psychic flies so you know what <laughs> yeah that's true that's true we've seen some weird shit on this part. <laughs> a t-rex with psychic flies psychic, yeah eh, you're not wrong <laughs> all right so you make it back to, back to absalom you get docking clearance. You still have your old mooring. Which is our new mooring yeah. from our old mooring. Uh, which is, the other one was blown up. Well, oh, that's yeah. actually been repaired in the meantime. Ah, okay. Yeah. Can, does our ship fit? It does. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Upgrade. Yeah, fair question. Uh, so you land, you catch a few glances, uh, 
biomechanical ships aren't like everyday occurrences. They're not unheard of, certainly, but they're more rare than not. So you get a few like oh, bay techs and sort of passers by. So yeah, you don't see that every day. <laughs> nice ship. <laughs> oh, I thank you. <laughs> Sparks, do you put Renault onto some like method of carrying, like a drive or something like that? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, mean, wait, how is he speaking to us before? I thought he couldn't get into the ship. You can go into like a single system, oh, that's but he right. can't like traverse around. That's right. He can't be like the ship AI anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then are you inviting the Dojotar off the ship? And what are your plans to accommodate them? Kerr, as captain, I give you the... <laughs> Delegating? The, the, I am delegating the task of the Dojotar to you. Okay. <laughs> So I will let you decide what, what to do with them and to accommodate them how you see fit. We um, will be able to give them a small stipend um, and whichever ones you think are the most, uh, you know, that are, will be the best benefit to our ship, I think we should allow to stay here, perhaps with a mask on. Um, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Um, so mean. <laughs> I could design some safety headgear some safety gawk face shields, bull face shields. <laughs> yeah, you hear Sparks, this? Yeah. Sparks is designing a special space face shield thing for him. You know how he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, okay. Good luck with that. I'm going to take the dojo time. We're going to go out on a night on the town, and I'm going to find out what they eat. Okay. <laughs> Turns oh out my. it's everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, because when you went out with Kritka, they had like the, whoa, she can hunt down the thing and eat it. Like, I'm sure they've got something like that for the dojo if they want to eat that what do they eat i say i'm gonna obviously check the office voicemail do my use update your form so our ship doesn't get towed it's got to yeah. be registered for the docking exactly. area there's gonna lots of paperwork start sorting out. through all my emails <laughs> <laughs> realize i forgot to put up an away message right <laughs> it's the it. worst out of office so you're looking for like a like dinner and activity kind of hunt your own meal sort of thing from what we've seen they would be into that like, because they, they ate the already dead guy, though they might not need to hunt it. They just need, they eat meat. Mm -hmm. Can I take them to somewhere that has meat? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Doing that. Okay. I'm going to take them to the meat shop of meat. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask them, what do you eat? But they probably only have references to risk things, and I don't know, like, what types of things do they eat? Do they have any dietary... <laughs> Are you I'm vegan? vegan. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm also curious, like, what's people's reactions to these things? Or, like, these do they have like... allergic reactions to anything? Like, I need to know, like, yeah. if you're allergic to peanut butter, tell me now <laughs> so I can not feed you that. What's a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I need to know, like, all right. So most, especially in Absalom, which is sort of a galactic hub. That's, it's a yeah, good place to start. A lot of places will have essentially, like, a little scanner so you don't kill yourself eating at a restaurant. Yay. And when it comes up with the big like question mark, because they're like, "What the hell are these things?" Yes, just eat everything. But it probably can at least it might have to be like, "I know what your species is," but it can go, "I know you're not carbon based." Yeah. So, don't eat this. The name of the restaurant is the Carnivorium, and we get it. You eat meat. <laughs> That's their tagline. <laughs> And the no, jingle. That's, that's the that's the tagline of the vegan place across the street. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're, it's it's unclear which opened first, but the other one clearly opened despite the other. <laughs> uh, inside, you can smell like 
all sorts of, of roasting aromas. Uh, the, like the, there's the heady scent of flesh and blood throughout. Staffing the entrance to it is a ogre. That's kind of the serving as a mater d, more or less. She says, "Welcome to the Carnivorium." And who are these little guys? They are the Dojatar. Do you have a place for me and my ten friends? We yes. don't take large parties without a reservation. Eighteen <laughs> percent gratuity. <laughs> we can make some room. Uh, and she picks up a little like hand plate scanner and bends over to reach it to him. Uh, put your hand on the scanner. She says to the first one, who kind of twists twist their head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Envy twists their head about twenty degrees quizzically at. The ogre. I will translate into Vesk. Ah, they all kind of like, uh, yes, okay, and they kind of mouth their assent, and Infi comes over and places his stubby hand on the panel. Infi, is he wearing his mask or no? No. Yeah. It looks like two of the Rineshes and one Monado kept their mask on. But based on the the way they're kind of looking at their kin, uh, they might give in to peer pressure and take the mask off sooner than later. Well, they gotta eat, right? True. The menu is fairly pan-galactic. There's certainly a lot of stuff available from, like, Galarian that was. A lot of it's sort of genetically engineered to be used as foodstuffs. So there's beef and pork and chicken and kind of more mundane fares. But then there's also steaks and chops and legs from, or tentacles from across the, the galaxy. Of note, there is a tentacle from a creature called a jet diver from an aquatic world you haven't heard of uh, called Earlyone. Do they have like a sample platter? Ooh, yes, they do. Let me get one of those, see what they like. Okay, sounds good. So you get a few sample platters and they come out uh, to varying degrees of cook. There's some raw stuff, there's some cooked stuff. Uh, it's all been cleared for your stomach as well as it seems to be fine for theirs as well. Okay. When it comes out, everyone kind of looks at you as sort of the leader of the the band I'll explain what a sample platter is <laughs> and then ask them to sort of try it and see what they like and we'll, we'll get more of what they like. Okay. I'll eat some chicken. <laughs> so Infi grabs a, a haunch of some beast and his mouth opens wide. It splits three ways down so you can see this deep gullet lined with teeth. And as he moves the haunch into his mouth, you can see... Each row of teeth is sort of moving independently in sort of a saw-like motion. Oh. Um, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And it puts the, like, it, it grabs the bone, but it's like a big chicken leg kind of shape, right? Grabs it by the bone and puts the meat in there, and you hear kind of like a chewing grind, and then almost pulls the bone clean out, and you can see all along it there are, like, radial digs and cuts where the teeth sawed and levered the meat off. Yay! He says something in his native tongue and all the other dojotar begin digging and grabbing something and uh either shoving like fistfuls of meat into their mouths just imagining like wood chipper noises yeah like a buzzsaw like words Uh, together just like pieces flying yeah so they first devour all the available meat and then the leftover bones you can see they'll either individually work together to snap in half and their little writhing tongue will just kind of zip in there and scoop out the marrow. Did they seem to favor anything in particular? Like, was all of one thing gone first, or was it all just kind of devoured? Uh, everything has been devoured, and you're looking around at the the speed at which they 
eight, uh, you're lucky you still have all your fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's still in her first chicken leg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> more meat. So you, you call for a second round, and they attack it with the same aplomb they did the first. They seem to have no end to their hunger. As you put stuff out, they will keep eating. A second course is gone uh, almost as quickly as it arrives. I'll ask them if they liked anything in particular. <laughs> as, as opposed to, like, does the taste matter? I know they've been eating, like, acid their whole life, but do they have a preference of taste? Uh, Renash says, what do you mean, taste? <laughs> what, is, what is taste? Shoveling it down right? into the, like, pocket dimension that is their stomach, so... <laughs> I don't know much about you. What what do you need in t- in terms of sustenance? Do you, you if you do not taste the difference between foods, what is that that you eat for besides energy? We eat for sustenance to live. <laughs> okay. How much of that do you need in general? How often? How much? Uh, or do they store it like a camel? The con says it is not always known when the next meal would arrive. So Dojotar can can eat and eat and eat. Man, they're going to get fat really fast when they don't have to, like, go weeks in between meals. My poor starving babies. I mean, full-grown people. <laughs> Another round. And they're like, a, a little cheer goes up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to feed them. You're going to kill them. It's one of those like Brazilian steakhouse things where you just leave the little flag oh, up yeah. and they just keep coming by. <laughs> you should have taken them to one of those. Yeah. All right. Well, while they're eating round three, I'll try to like figure out what would be an unhealthy amount of food for them. I don't want to hurt them. Yeah, their cholesterol is through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> they all wake up in diabetic comas. Oh, <laughs> trying to help here. So yeah, they've teared through, they've torn through three courses now with all the garnishes and condiments just like wolfed down half eating the plates um, <laughs> there's somebody in the back going i'm so proud yeah. <laughs> there's somebody that's trying to keep up with them yeah. as a point of They're pride yeah it seems like uh you notice that even some of like the plates and utensils have this like teeth marks on them <laughs> um but they've dubbed them inedible and avoided them that's that's smart that's good uh where individual like cuts or pieces were too large they would kind of grab them and just like saw out bites yeah uh they don't really wiggle their head too much but it seems all like internal internal mouth action yeah <laughs> it kind of clamps down and then just like undulates you hear then... the worrying and then <laughs> yeah. protein is so inefficient though vegetables do they eat also plant matter so they eat the garnishes that's true I was assuming meat because of your incident, but yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah, I guess really is it, are they purposely eating the garnishes or are they just like casualties of the process? <laughs> I do want to ask Wilcon if, if there isn't like a limit to their like health benefit of eating. It, <laughs> I think you're finding out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do the bad thing. So, Can Dodratar vomit is what we're asking. Let's see. At what point do I need to cut them off? <laughs> How far into xenobiology did you think you were going to have to dive on this? <laughs> Vakan says, I do feel a little strange. Okay, round three is where we're stopping. Is it like strange like you're not used to being full or strange like you're going to pass out or vomit? <laughs> little column A, what is little vomit? column B. <laughs> <laughs> I will explain what vomit is. Getting the meat sweats. <laughs> the meat <Ew>. sweats. <laughs> This was more food than we would consume at once. Ah, since we are no longer on your planet, the 
customs here are different. Food is more available here. We call this one Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a food coma. Um, I'm going to start after round three. I'll leave. We'll leave the restaurant and we'll go and I'll show them some of the sites. They've probably never been in a city before. Okay. Uh, it'll be 80 credits for dinner. So that was Dodger dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that <laughs> joke landing. <laughs> <laughs> In particular, the Renaches and Vacans seem to be fascinated more so. Uh, the RLI, they seem to be tense, like their hackles are kind of raised. They see all these strange creatures walking around, and there's uh, like on constant threat assessment. Like, am I supposed to fight this thing? I will be explaining as we go, as much as I can, especially to them. Like, all right, this is the species. If you need to take them down, they're weak here, here, and here. Okay. <laughs> Hers giving them, not telling her, not telling them like, oh, you know, it's safe here. We're in a city. No, here's how you take them out. That's a very current answer, though. Like, here are all the exits, and here's how you kill everything in the room. <laughs> no, it's accurate. I'm just like, oh wow, yeah, no, that's how Kerr would do that. <laughs> I will also explain, like, hey, we're at a peaceful city, but to make them. <laughs> feel more at ease i mean that's what i would want if i was in an unknown city i would want to know like all right here's this guy everything in the room (laughs) yes (laughs) you absolutely have to kill every guy in the room except no substitute (laughs) all right the renaches are asking you about predators like what should we be aware of are those predators or what about those that is definitely a predator uh just look pointing at other sapiens and other creatures moving around things like that that one's a deer, so no. <laughs> we're in a city. I will say, people do not act as the predators that you would expect. Sometimes they are tricky with their words, but most of the time they will not be physically threatening towards you. There are some rules you must follow, though. I'll try to explain some of the rules and the laws and things like that. Okay, they seem to like get it more or less. Uh, I'll make sure that uh, the Renaches like are oriented to like if you ever need to get back to the ship, this is how you do it. They're trailblazers or pathfinders or whatever though so they'd be i think able to do that but there's no landmarks or things that they're used to so i'll make sure that i'm pointing out things for them to track themselves infi says where are we to rest back on the ship okay are you ready to go back enough for now yes this is a a little overwhelming all right do you want me to leave you or ranesh would you like to try to trailblaze back to the ship the renashes all kind of put their heads together and speak in their native tongue and then we will attempt. Go! You can do it. It turns out they can't. Oh, I will leave them back then. <laughs> you spend like an hour and a half just sort of wandering generally closer to the docks, but... I will let them try. But if they look at me, I will I will help them. Okay. You're such a good mama. I'm trying. And then where are you staying tonight? On the ship. On the ship as well? I want to stay with my peoples. Okay. I just imagine Kerr like this mama duck... All her little dojatar ducklings. Yeah, that's pretty. And it's, uh, we, we walking, uh, curse curled up on her bed, and the dojatar are all curled up around her for warmth. <laughs> I will cradle them. Oh, I'm going back to my apartment. <laughs> I was gonna say my little terrifying babies. I want to make sure they're good, at least for a night. A lot, like, hey, we're here. Bye, and the peace out. Is it normal for people to sleep on their ships in the docks? No. Okay. I mean, some do, but it's a it's lot. It's kind of like sleeping in your car. A bit, yeah, yeah. or like. Parking your Winnebago at home and sleeping in the Winnebago. Like a lot of people like station life, or at least stay station stay because they can get off their ship. If they don't have a permanent residence on the Absalom station, like most of you do, 
then they might get a hotel or a, like an Airbnb equivalent, say in someone else's dwelling, just to kind of get into a different, more comfortable bed. The yeah. Dojitar need an apartment. Don't you have one? Yeah, it's not big enough for 10 people, though. Get a bigger one. I should get a bigger one. Remember, they're like half people. You mean half size people? Yes. Well, if you're, sure. well, I'm talking about if we're like counting numbers <laughs> to fit in a space. That's how we've counted them for like everything. Bunk beds. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can all like basically kind of reacquaint yourself with your amenities, get new clothes. Like take a warm shower. Mm-hmm. Get the risk <laughs> gross off. Elish agrees to meet you tomorrow at midday at the Starfinder head office. You've, you've since mentioned about his reward. So yes. he's wanted to make sure you get credit for it. Right. <laughs> no biggest reward. I return to myself. <laughs> I was going to say. He's willingly walking back into that. Okay. Uh, Gianna and the other survivors of the Black Star, they have dwellings that they're going to go off to, and they just want a little bit of alone time. Like, they've been cooped think, together yeah. by necessity. Mm-hmm. They all want to kind of do their own thing for a little while. Yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> so we'll say a few days pass as you all kind of reacclimate yourself. Uh, there are a few, like... Missed, there are a few missed calls on the Gordian Solutions machine, uh, but unfortunately, they were time sensitive enough where they have the opportunity has come and gone. Right. Uh, you see on the news thread that Tyrion of Voidhammer uh, is currently under the steward custody <laughs> as a unlicensed uh, laboratory working in uh, Necrotech ran amok and had to be shut down. <gasps> I mean, shocking! I'm right? Like, I'm shocked. She was so into shocked. shady stuff. No way. Mm. The what's going on with our companies and assets? And you would just walk in there and take it. It's mm-hmm. classic fantasy D and D's thing. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, your company shut down. I'm in charge now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, are, are they up for sale? Is it cheap? The effect of Voidhammer Industries uh, long term is still being determined. The, right. There's a board and everything, all that boring corporate stuff. <laughs> now, stock prices are plummeting. Micah <laughs> <laughs> walks in. I have a plan. We need ships. <laughs> Sparks is another third of a. Uh, you see, the matter projector Yosoki mm. have kind of sent you a little. There's like there's a little stasis uh, basket of fruit Ooh. Uh, as another thank you for the uh, help with the vo- the matter projector. So what the Dodratar were to meet, Sparks is now doing two fruit. Where it's just like, <laughs> <All right. laughs> there's like three more like shoved in the cheek pouches while he's like going at one. <laughs> I know, ooh, fresh food. No. <laughs> Uh, Kurt, when you get back there, when you tap your comm back in, there are a few messages on your answering machine, effectively. A lot of it, there's a few bit of like chaff, but there are a few others. Uh, natively, the first one says, Hi, Kerr, it's Brianosa, uh, Duvas. I got your message at the precinct. Looks like I missed you. Uh, when you get back, you can reach me here uh, instead of leaving a message at work. And then there's a comm frequency afterwards. Uh, uh, about a week and a half later, Kerr, Brino said again, I hope you're doing all right. Seems like you've been keeping busy. Uh, give me a call when you get a chance. Bye. She's so cute. And then a couple weeks later says, okay, well, thanks for ghosting me. Real no. cool. Super good of you. Goodbye. I'm going to call her. <laughs> I've been on a planet. I was stuck. <laughs> I thought of you sure. every day. Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> Can I call her? I want to yeah. call her. Leave a message after the beep. Yeah. <laughs> She's screening her phone. It off. goes to voicemail. It says, uh, this is Brianosa Duvas's calm. Uh, you know what to do. And then beep. All right. Hi, Brianosa. It's Kerr. 
just got back to the station after quite a while of being actually stranded on a planet. I'm finally back. Would love to see you if you're still willing. Yeah, stranded on a planet. Never heard that yeah, one okay. before. <laughs> I have proof, and I bring her on Jojo Tar. <laughs> Check out this weird thing. <laughs> I got stuck on a planet. All I got was this weird little Doja Tar. Yeah. <laughs> so, I do. I do want to like show the Doja Tar around a few times. Yeah, that's what that would be kind of your. That's my like, project. Your ambient. Yeah. Activity. Okay. I will check my comms occasionally. Got it. She's You're gonna be taking it all the time. She's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like two months since you guys left. Yeah. Two months. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yikes! I don't blame her for being mad at me. We should leave away messages more frequently. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I don't have a, like, I'm currently on a mission voicemail. <laughs> Bummer. Leave a message, and I'll get back to you if I return. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, dark. All right, Sparks, we'll start with you. Okay. Now that you're back on station, you've had a few days to kind of decompress. Mm-hmm. What's your plan? Uh, so my plan is to finally start building Ren that body that we've been talking about so that he can, like, officially join the rest of the crew. All right. Do you have a... Workspace you can do that at, or do you have to like rent machine shop time? I think between the ship and like, if I remember right, his part. Well, okay, so the old ship had a little bit of like a machine shop kind of set up for him, but the new one doesn't. Do you have an engineering bay in your ship? Uh, let me check. I honestly don't remember. Cargo hold, escape pods, guest quarters, medical bay, recreation suite, smuggler compartment, tech workshop. Okay, so yeah, that would have the that would be sufficient. Sweet. Okay. Um so I guess he'll just go buy materials and work in with Ren cuz I want to give him something that's a little bit closer to like what he kind of was originally, you know? Okay. But I don't really know what that looks like, so you can bump up the memory and storage space on your like data pad and load them on there temporarily. Hmm. Uh, and he can <laughs> basically etch a sketch it out for me. Yeah, kind of. Like, okay. So Put he'll some specs in there. Yeah. He'll coordinate with you on things like number of digits and general look mm-hmm. um i'm gonna need an engineering and a computer use check okay uh in any particular order or uh no do as you like okay okay we'll start with computers okay and a life science check as well oh okay let me know if you want any assistance um sure if you want to can okay. i just assist or can i yeah just gonna you're gonna go ahead and provide a plus two to uh sparks's checks yeah Okay. Um, in that case, it's a 29 total for computers. Okay. Uh, 32 for engineering. All right. So that two, 31 on that. Rolled a 19. Holy crap. All right. Yes, please. <laughs> my, my barrier was you had to clear 70 total between the three checks, and you crushed, crushed it. it. You're over tw- <laughs> like, <laughs> like another 18%. <laughs> He's just that much cooler now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just damn Ren. <laughs> all right so you managed to come in uh ahead of schedule and under budget basically the okay. engineer's dream he's got like the ferrari of <laughs> how many extra parts are there i don't know what this is for <laughs> <laughs> so the me- i followed all the instructions i have these like six screws left over which is probably okay but <laughs> it's a lightweight chassis that's all <laughs> <laughs> what does it look like i mean a, a Physically, he has like a, a humanoid-style face, but with a pair of mandibles for the lower jaw. And this mm-hmm. would be closer to the Blade Two zombies that Tom oh, was referencing okay. earlier. <laughs> Vampires, um, whatever, <laughs> undead. Four digits on each hand with an opposable thumb, mm-hmm. and uh, three-toed feet uh, with like two four toes and one on the back, so it can kind of like grip and grab. Okay. 
Um, those were sort of his specifications. Otherwise, humanoid. Okay. Uh, like what did you what did you use for material and things like that? Um, so I think he's probably going to be like a metallic, like some sort of alloy, like endoskeleton kind. Of, well. So wait, before he was insectoid, kind of, or I know it's like humanoid, but did they have like an exoskeleton or like an endoskeleton? Uh, it looks like they had an endoskeleton. Okay, so yeah, that will mimic the original like form, but in some kind of alloy, and then probably like a composite, like outer, you know, something or other. Okay. Let's see. Does he have like a skin over the top, or I think it's just like, uh, just like segmented like composite parts, and that like if you put clothes on them, might pass for something, but okay. I'm trying to think of something that would be comparable. Um, he asked you to put like a, a lacquer blue over the plates to match okay. his original skin tone. Yeah, I'm thinking kind of like um, you know how the EXO look in Destiny, a little bit like that. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, does he sound like Nathan Fillion now? <laughs> he can sound however he wants. Well, I still have to do the voice, so yeah. He's still <laughs> he sounds the, like John, <laughs> vague, vaguely British. Uh, <laughs> Some part of the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it takes five days okay. all told, and a lot of hard work. These are like you know, full on working days, but you get some help from Noemi mm-hmm. and some of the Dojitar do help out as much. Uh, they're a little outside their element, but they can grab tools and hold things and solder and things like that. Oh yeah, that's right. A bunch of them were engineers, right? Mm-hmm. Can I start teaching them stuff? Yeah. Okay, cool. Three of them were engineers. Sweet. And I'm af- sure the others could help. Probably. And after a work week of work, you have, uh, you begin the process of downloading Renault into the chassis. Sweet. It takes about half an hour or so, and then the systems all spring to life. The eyes open, and he looks over at you and says, uh, Well, Mr. Sparks, this is this is quite incredible. I feel a, a bit normal. <laughs> and uh, he sort of sits himself up from the bench mm. and then stands up and then flops bonelessly to the ground <laughs> in a clatter and sends all the Dojitar, like, jumping yeah. back. <laughs> oh, my. Uh <laughs> Hey, let's. Would you, would you be a uh, a good chap and unlock the uh, some of the console settings on this? I need to make some adjustments to uh, some of the physicality. And his arm kind of like spasms out <laughs> as he's <laughs> saying so. You just had this weird like murder bot thing yeah. in the back of my head right now. They, can you release all the controls? Yeah. Must kill humans. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Ren. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, um, yeah, sure, and I'll give him like, I guess it'd be like admin or super user or something okay. like that. Like, yeah, go nuts, your body. <laughs> All right, so you can you're still connected to the thing. You can see he's like bringing pain receptors way down mm-hmm. and bringing uh, some of the like servo strengths down as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Murder instincts rising. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I anticipate there's going to be some tripping and falling while I'm still getting acquainted. I'd rather not feel it quite so much yeah but i mean you haven't had legs for a while so it, it has been a time yes <laughs> uh, okay. mr well, he looks down at his hands mr Spox, this is absolutely wonderful how, how can i thank you for this um i mean you kind of already helped us out of a lot of binds so you know consider this debt repaid really all right well if you need anything i can help you with i'd i'm happy to be of service uh sh- should i talk to you no, uh, Noemi's the captain. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I? I feel like I need to re-up myself on the crew. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, let's head over there and we'll reintroduce you. Uh, so a short while <laughs> later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> clang, clang, clang. Uh, Sparks uh, kind of knocks. Oh, out, as you go, he like, may I? Uh, <laughs> by all means. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> so you're at, my, you're, at, you're at my apartment, I take it? Uh, yeah, wherever like everybody yeah. kind of hangs out. So I'll answer the door and I'll be like, whoa, Sparks, who, who, <laughs> who is this? Is this Ren? I believe you've already met Ren. Uh, indeed, Mr. Noemi, this is, I'm, I'm Renault. Uh, we have met uh, before, but never in such a capacity. And I'll s- extend my hand to shake his hand. All right. Uh, he takes you up on it. Uh, the grip's like a little bit firmer than you'd expect. And then he kind of sees you wince a little and says, oh, I'm v- terribly sorry. Still uh, dealing with some, some setting issues here. Understand. Understandable. Um, are you still interested in, in being a part of our crew? Oh, yes. Very much so. Perfect. We we can use all the help we can get. <laughs> what uh, we can obviously go over the nitty gritty payments things like that later. But I want you to know you're 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 always welcome on our ship. Oh, wonderful! Uh, it seems that I don't really need much in the way of sustenance. Um, merely a, a wall socket to recharge myself when the need arises. Uh, so there will certainly be some downtime. Uh, I will take a shift like any of the remember but i'm excited to be working with my hands again and kind of like these little grippies with his hands happy to help glad we could glad we could finally uh, repay you for all the scraps you got us out of are there any like entertainment areas on absalom station like oh Whoa. i know what he wants to do <laughs> oh. i'll sparks i'll 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 bid you adieu okay <laughs> uh okay i'll call up lycos because i know where this is going <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i forget the ship ha- the old ship had the game and controllers and stuff but it was like a fairly common game right yeah you're basically just playing computer games it was like a a fighting like mortal Kombat style fighting game okay is there the equivalent of like an arcade where they would have something like that yeah there's like a gaming dens it's a lot more like immersive there's like a virtual reality sort of 3d okay entertainments uh you also know there's a small but intense theme park it's got a, a few... Um, a Mortal Kombat theme park? No, not a Mortal Kombat theme park. <laughs> it's, like, like phys- it's got like roller coasters or... Okay. Um, like it's like Mall of America. World, yeah. My kind of things. I don't know that I would go to a Mortal Kombat theme park. I mean... I, I know conce- for a fact I wouldn't go. This is one of those like... Depend... I mean, it conceptually could be awesome, but conceptually it could also kill the crap out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Just get blasted with liquid nitrogen and someone punches you. <laughs> this ride might rip your spine out. Yeah. Called the Sub-Zero. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll take him to the wherever there's like a big arcade where he could play this game and I'll see if Lycos wants to go for another round. Okay, he bypasses the fighting games and goes for like the sort of DDR equivalent. He's like, <laughs> he going to for, move. Yeah, he's going for like physicality nice. stuff. Okay. Um, there's like a test your strength thing where he hits the the knot thing and then he's like oh that wasn't a very good showing at all and then his eyes kind of glazed over for a moment and then he yeah. absolutely crunch uh, crushes it uh, but as he does so you hear like a like a hiss pop and one of the servos goes out in his arm and his Oops. arm kind of like flops uh, he's learning his limits nervous in his side and he's like oh my uh, yeah. mrs box i need a little bit of help as his arm kind of like flails yeah there's a little bit of like (laughs) fluid leaking from it yeah you're gonna have to get used to that i play him a ddr okay or what in space ddr yeah uh, (laughs) go ahead and make either performance or which is not a thing so many acrobatics uh i'd just say straight decks did i need to roll anything oh i totally failed that i rolled a one (laughs) i'm sure your uh bonus is high enough we're done even bother it's just kind of a, a flavor thing oh okay 
<laughs> so as like you're halfway through fixing him, he sees Lycos going over to the machine. Uh, put this on hold, Mrs. Box. Uh, and he goes over and absolutely crushes you. Uh, With one arm. <laughs> yeah, one of his arms is kind of flopping around yeah. uselessly as he uh, matches the colored arrows. But it's not my day for rolling, apparently. <laughs> not one of your favorite songs. You're not really into the this particular musical genre. Uh, but afterwards... It's techno. <laughs> Space techno. Wait, who was... The- who was the gaming champion last round? Wasn't it you? Didn't you like school everybody in the little round robin tournament? I think he did. What? There's it was a, bu- a bunch of sessions ago, but there was like a, you had a little fighting game tournament on mm. the ship. I think Lycos won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he is not a particularly gracious winner. <laughs> <laughs> He's I like, remember, yeah, we're not got all sullen. It was like I'm yeah. gonna play for a while. Like, <laughs> 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 he throws a, a hand in your face. He's yeah. like, I've been this body for three hours. <laughs> What's your excuse? <laughs> Sparks is like single tear, so proud. Mine wasn't custom built and isn't new. Ethan's like, oh, right, sorry, I had. That was probably rather poor of me. Um, Mrs. Box, may I have a few credits to buy Mr. Lycos an apology drink? <laughs> Why is everyone always buying money on me? As long as I get one too, and I'll slide him a few. Because <laughs> you're the bank of sparks. <laughs> well, you're kind of my father now. <laughs> oh, let's not make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Do, I, I just, that was, that was a bit of a... It, yeah. Do you call him daddy? <laughs> uh, no, he just asked not to make it weird. So I, guess nine, I, I do I not know why I you... I thought I was very clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> that was merely a joke on my part. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. All right. So as the lads are out having a good evening we will end for tonight so thank you all for joining us on this adventure of the die by the dice podcast you can follow us on twitter at die by the dice or email us anything you want to chat about die by the dice at gmail.com uh thank you for listening and we'll see you next time <laughs>